Let's make sure history never forgets the name. Sci-fi melody. Got out. New from Netflix and Sabin Films, creators of the Power Rangers movie and a bunch of other films you never heard of, such as Zone 414 and Occupation, comes Cosmic Sin. In this flop, Bruce Willis goes on a cosmic adventure to stop the world from being overrun by the evil, body-stealing aliens known as the Sagia. It also stars Adeline Kane from the CW show Rain, CJ Perry, and... Eh, who cares? No one's gonna see this anyway. Sci-Fi Melody, Symptom 216. Who the hell is Adelaide Kane? I mean, Sci-Fi Melody, Symptom 216. Cosmic Sin. This film is a sin. Welcome, sickies, to Netflix November. And we're kicking it off. This, You know, we haven't done a Netflix film, just a pure sci-fi Netflix film since uh i think what was the name of that well we did the show altered carbon but then there was that movie specter which we did way back when and actually said was actually better than a lot of hollywood stuff given what it was yeah i think scale. we were all said that was a decent film so and actually what, you weren't there yet well i was i said that yes but i said that at the time as a listener yes. you said that so but yeah so that so i figured it's high time i keep getting these articles about sci-fi shows you must absolutely see on netflix so i thought all right fine we need to do that and i need to alliterate so here we are so you had to pick a terrible show to start us off and i went ahead and picked the film that is in fact a sin this film is a sin and really when you think about it it's not my fault it's actually Ruck's fault for suggesting it. So, to share in the pain, we're dragging Ruck in on this. Thanks, Ruck. I don't know why I volunteered for this. I've watched this movie three times now, and I still don't know what it's about. It, it, it's, I, it's, I it, it's a cosmic adventure? That, it's a cosmics. It's it's Bruce Willis. You 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 watched it because you saw Bruce Willis was in it. I, Let's be a hundred percent honest here. <laughs> I feel this movie was like one more failed pitch away from becoming Die Hard Seven. Die Hard in the future. <laughs> in the future, John McClane must save Earth. At you least know, that would die be Die Hard in space. That would make more sense than the plot of this film. You know, I, mean, I didn't yeah. call it I didn't call it Die Hard in Space because as I was watching it, now granted, I haven't seen Die Hard past part 2. Uh yes, I didn't see part 3. And I'm wondering Good. They like, keep getting worse. is this how it was going cuz I don't see John McClane in this movie anywhere. No. No. What what we get is I don't know what we get. That's the problem. This entire film doesn't make sense at all at any point. No. Here's no. what we get. We get Bruce Willis collecting a paycheck because he knows this script was complete crap and he wasn't oh, yeah. going to give yeah. any effort to it. Either that or the director said, Bruce, how laconic can you be? Can you be completely emotionless and make people think that you're an android without feelings? Yeah. Ooh, ooh, I have the... You know what? Well, it doesn't help that this film starts off in the middle. Well, yeah. media rest is not a bad technique. 
but it's it, bad it's technique bad technique in this, in this one. In this movie, it is though. It, um, I kind of I kind of think that what they did was they like messaged Bruce Bruce Willis's agent. They're like, hey, do you think we could get Bruce Willis for like an hour and a half Netflix movie? And not not expecting yes. And then when they said yes, they're like, crap, guys, we needed a we need a script like, now. <laughs> we were not prepared for this. Well, I have a feeling yeah. that this might have been a a script that was floating around out there. And this is just my guess. I haven't looked researched this, but I'm guessing it was a script that was floating out there. It wasn't too good. No one took it, and they're like, ooh, we can use this. We need a cheap script. And that they, really yeah. might be the case. Um, You know, you guys talk like, about how... Because this... But, I want to know who thought and greenlit this because it was like, did anyone actually read this script before they started filming? Well, you got to figure this is from Sabin Films and some of those movies I prattled off at the beginning in the intro, those are titles. And the only one that was recognizable was the Power Rangers movie, which flopped. For good reason. I'm going to be completely honest with you. When I first saw that this was a Sabin movie, I fully expected there to be a Megazord. Did not see a Megazord this entire movie and got very upset. <laughs> I wanted a Megazord. Did not get a Megazord. This film is a zero. You're done. I'm giving away my hand already. Check it out. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> we should have gotten a hint when we saw how terrible the prop budget was for this. Yeah. Well, that's all. You know, I want to go back to something Scott said about Bruce Willis's acting. Because that leads really nicely into the fun facts, of which there are not many. (laughs) And one of them is that Bruce Willis was paid $500 per day of shooting. You heard me right, $500. So, that begs the question, was this a sympathy film or desperation? Now, to be fair, he did only film for three days. But... For $500 a day. That would be what I would ask for. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Rock, we're going to need a bleep here. Um, th- this is Go how this it. went on set. Bruce, uh, I'm the director. Direct, Bruce, Bruce, can we get that scene over again? I need a little more emotion there. You are talking about the grief that you feel by being seen as a murderer after defending your planet from annihilation. Fuck you. I'm getting $500 a day. Next. <laughs> well, and you know what? That must be similar because he was not part of the script reading and had his lines read to him in an earpiece, which is why he comes oh, off so goodness. planky and woody. Because oh. he really, if he was told 500 bucks a day, and I, I can only guess that someone had photos of him in a compromising situation, <laughs> and he was no, like... What actually- what actually happened is he was supposed to play Zordon in the Power Rangers movie instead of, uh, what's his face, uh, Brian Cranston. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, then he was like, oh, I'll just, I'll, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be in Aruba that day. I'll, I'll get you guys next time. And this was the next time. And uh, he was like, ah, oh, man. Stuck. Well, I, I have a feeling that someone thought this was going to be a good film. Well, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, it was probably uh, the director. What's his name? Um, Drake. <laughs> yeah. But for $500 a day, I mean, really, $500 a day for Bruce Willis, that to me well, is it, either a mercy job, like I feel bad for this guy, or 
how the mighty are fallen. Because again, $500 a day is what I would expect a breakthrough has never done anything actor who's just desperate to get anything. If you're listening, Bruce, I will pay you $1,000 a day for three days to come film a movie for us for Raving Lunatic Media and Sci-Fi Malady. Actually, yes. You know what? Yeah, why not? Screw it. Hey, you want to be part of Zodiac Task Force, Bruce Willis? <laughs> a thousand bucks a day. We've already beaten this. No company. more. No more than three days. We will not have <laughs> more than three days. But yes, now, we might make you Bruce, work every hour of those three days. <laughs> now, I will let me actually put a little caveat in here. Based on what I'm looking at, it says five hundred dollars, but it says five hundred point zero 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 which could be the fact that the person who wrote this fun fact doesn't know the difference between a decimal and a comma when writing their numbers so oh. let's just assume it's five hundred thousand okay well okay uh, well, let me add this disclaimer too thousand dollars a day <laughs> so i would kill someone for that money <laughs> so either he was paid almost nothing or he was overpaid and <laughs> That's Either why way, they his only performance sucked. That's yeah. why they only got him for three days, maybe because they couldn't afford him more. I don't <laughs> know. The lunatic uh, media legal department <laughs> wants me to say, offer to Bruce Willis for employment is not legally binding nor real. <laughs> but you know what that reminds me of? Five hundred thousand dollars a day reminds me of Jodorowsky's Dune, where they needed Salvador Dali to be the emperor, <laughs> so they offered him five thousand dollars per minute, and we're only going to film him for five minutes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, just, well, here's the thing. Other than having Bruce Willis in this film, what on el- else draws you to this film? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, the well, name it, by itself is stupid. Yeah, and really, the other two, the name is dumb. The other two fun facts, which are not fun enough to get you in board, on board here, is they reuse sets from a 2020 film, Breach. Anybody ever hear that? Didn't think so. And the other one is at the beginning when Dr. Gloss calls her, says, I'm a doctor, not God. Hey, we gave a nod to Dr. McCoy. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good one. There okay. There folks. Fun there facts. There's your fun facts. The yeah, only I, I, I'm not sure it. about this 500 a day. I'm reading something here that for a single pay of work, Bruce Willis is paid $1 to $2 million a day. So it must have been 500000 But still... That's, That's a, a downgrade. Lot of money. That's a lot, yeah. but it's a downgrade for the guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, who else is in this film? I mean, seriously, a female wrestler. Frank Hello. Frank. Yeah. I mean, there's a a bunch eh. of no name. I kept looking at the uh, oh, what was her name? The one that was shooting the rock, that was shooting the Q bomb. Because I kept Kane. yeah, Adeline Kane. I kept looking at her, going, okay, where have I seen her? Where have I seen her? And then after I googled it, I was like. Oh, she was Queen Mary in the show Rain. Yeah, I hated that show. <laughs> well, here's... Isn't she also in uh, The Purge, too? I don't know. I never watched eh. those. Movies. But here's the thing. Well, Q-Bomb. Who came up with that name? Quantum Bomb. It, if we just quant- add the word quantum in everything. Well, here's the problem. <laughs> quantum Bomb. Quantum, quantum doesn't work that way. Of course not. Do you think anybody was really trying in this movie? Obviously not. Listen, if we split the atom and it's really powerful, the quantum makes up an atom, so splitting a quantum has to be quantum times more powerful. Think about it. 
They used tachyons. Tachyon interference. They yeah. were just reaching for the stars like, hey, wait, we need technobabble. Uh, uh, quantum, that's a word. And, and tachyon, Star Trek uses that all the time. Let's just use those. Well, oh, also, I'm also, ready for rips and picks. Oh, sorry, okay. you know, blood general, seriously? Wait, wait, guys, guys, blood I have, general? I have, I, have, I have one more fun fact. Uh, because I'm looking Ooh. on Adelaide Page's uh, Kane's uh, IMDb page right okay. now. Okay, okay. She definitely... She definitely is very, uh, very familiar with Saban, and she might actually uh, owe them a favor because she was in a Power Rangers series. Yes, she was. That's true. Power Rangers uh, RPM. Yeah, I she, watched that. I, I saw kid. that too. That's another one where you're like, where have I seen her from? So, oh, yeah. Okay, so J.C. Perry is a wrestler. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, the wrestler. Great. So. Before we get into rips and picks, I'm going to do my one-minute plot summary. There is, <laughs> enough, there is enough to do one minute, folks. There is enough, sickies. Rage Masters, one-minute plot summary. Ready, set, go. I would love After, to see. It, With you the, at the helm, there's always enough for one minute in a plot summary. <laughs> Yep, exactly. In the year 2524, four centuries after we started going into space, after an exposition dump that has zero to do with the rest of the film, uh, we find out that Bruce Willis is the blood general and some colony gets attacked by the Seeger aliens, Bob Seeger aliens. And so what then happens is they, the Earth government, the Alliance government, uh, Start realizes this is a first contact incident. They're trying to figure out what to do. They get Bruce Willis, the blood general, to help them decide what to do about it because, and he's disgraced because he blew up a rebelling colony with the Q bomb, committing genocide. And then uh, they bring a few people who had first contact who are now infected. Big firefight, 85 people die. They decide we have to go save the planet Elora, which is being invaded by them. They quantum travel to Elora. Big fight, blah, 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 blah. Dr. Gloss, Bruce Willis' ex-wife who hates him because he exterminated a planet, is now infected. Blah, blah, blah. They find a way to blow up the gate that leads the alien, Bob Seeger aliens to our, wor- our universe. And then they drop a Q-bomb in there, blow up the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. There's more detail than that, but who cares? And now it's time for uh, Ruck's 12-second plot summary. Please. What the f*** is going on? (laughs) Yeah, that's about right, too. That's more accurate. That's more accurate. So, Scott... (laughs) Thank you for listening. (laughs) Really, Scott wanted to get into rips and picks, and that's what most of this is going to be, because... And I I do have a pick, though. I do have a pick. Oh, I want to hear this. And I want to give... Because I truly believe this is going to be the only pick of the show. Well, I have two. I have two. The first one. The, the scene where they go to Elora and there's the space battle. For a low-budget film, it looks pretty good. It looks not bad. It looked like something out of the original trilogy in Star Wars. Yeah. If I saw this in like a video game, I would think, oh, that looks cool. Oh, the aliens look kind of cool. Now, do they look cheap and spirit Halloween-ish? Yes. I do have a counter for that. I'm sure you do. But hang on. Let me get through it so that we can spend the rest of our time ripping. But 
it looks like something that if I were role playing in Rifts or Phase World, I would want to use this material just to say this is how the space battle looks. Okay. And that's it. That's it. Oh yeah, the other pick. It ended. <laughs> it ended mercifully within one hour, within 90 minutes. It wasn't one of those modern drawn out two and a half hour movies like 2012. It ended at 90 minutes, right to the point where uh, my eyes were about to bleed. So <laughs> Just before uh, the capillaries busted. Yeah, that was the biggest pick actually right there. All right, it well, ended. My counter to your space battle. Yeah. Why does our tech... Teleport technology require us to teleport above the planet? Because it's got to look cool. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not saying this makes sense. And in fact, the fact that it looks also cheap is a rip unto itself. I'm just trying to say, let's do the positive things well, first. Well, their power armor looked... I don't even know how... It, it looked, looked like a cosplayer did it. Well, no, I've seen it like cosplay. Video, it looked like out of a video game. Well, it did. Out of a non-video or, game. Or, yes, they did that, but also I've seen cosplay that does but a job exactly. than this. Exactly, but this it was looked cheap like, cosplay. It looked like like average to subpar cosplayers. Yeah. <laughs> Including, like I said, the aliens looked cool if it were a Halloween costume. If yeah, this if were... I showed up in the middle of that battle, I'd be like, man, this is a weird LARP session. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. The sword, the one had, I was like, man, that is a cool looking foam sword. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't forget our, our sniper slash, I don't even know. What on earth? That girl, that girl looked like a, a, uh, a play, or a character straight out of Apex Legends. Yes. I swear to God. Yes. Complete with the BFG. Like yeah. Right yeah. yeah. Like, it yeah. looked a, like the Cobra gun from Robocop. Yeah, I'm like, okay, apparently in the future we've decided to go, just screw it. We're going to, instead of 50 cal, we're just going to make our guns 20. <laughs> what? Uh, 20 I mean, mil? Why do you even need, why do you even need the big gun? Because the, the alien shows up with his super power armor in that one scene to have a fist fight with uh, yeah. General Duke's yeah. son. And a couple shots from his pistol go through that awesome hey, yeah. armor. It's less effective than Stormtrooper armor. Oh, no, yeah. I don't. He's oh. this hulking brute. You're like, oh, man, he's about to buy it. The human's about to it's, buy it. He's going to use a 9 millimeter to pretty much kill the guy. Well, that also brings up the idea of Apparently, in the future, where we've been traveling around and colonizing, we have some of the most poor first contact protocol ever. Oh, For yeah. one, no security, yeah. none whatsoever, and yeah. also, we are going to go find the disgraced genocide general who probably we should have already executed for genocide, but we <laughs> He's our didn't. warmonger. But he's just hanging out in a oh, yeah. bar somewhere. Yeah. Uh, just wants his pension back. I'll say this too, talking about the That was the, the power worst armor. reasoning. You'll yeah. reinstate you'll reinstate my pension, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, what? That, that's the only it's one that makes Willis. sense. If I'm living like a, in a trailer after that and it's like, "Hey, since I'm going to go save humanity, do you, you, you think I can have my pension back?" Well, screw that. If the that's, guy that, that wasn't actually in the script, Bruce Willis was actually just legit asking that to the director <laughs> after all the poor movies he's been for the past 10 years, so Well, dude, this guy killed so much no way he doesn't have a speaking tour i mean come on we got we have yeah. dictators coming to america universities on t you know on talks 
you can't tell me that Blood General is not getting a speaking tour. At least get like an interview on whatever Hollow Net <laughs> they have. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. he doesn't need the money. Yeah, yeah, and, but... and we're we're talking a lot about the future right now, and I I have a semi big uh, rip about all the technology that they're using. It doesn't look um, too good. <laughs> it's it's extremely like like up and down so like they like in one of the first shots they show of earth they have flying cars and and all this stuff and then two seconds later you see a dude in like a dodge ram yeah driving on the ground and i'm like what and then and then they'll show like oh we have like in the first scene where and and i'll get back to the first scene in a few minutes because there's one minor thing but uh they have that guy who's shooting the 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 proton gun or whatever and you can hear that it's a proton gun you can see like the little lasers firing out of it and then later in the movie you see people firing like legitimate bullets <laughs> yeah and then also why the, the the general son is smoking a cigarette you're telling me that by 25 24 we have not eliminated cigarettes from life i was gonna say well not only that uh i thought vaping was replacing it younger generations are vaping not well well I could counter that point on cigarettes being that it is the military, and the military has had a very long history of nicotine it's and caffeine abuse. It's 2524. I have the answer it's for this. It's 500 listen, listen. years in the future. <laughs> I have the answer for this. The movie I'll was filmed it. and written to be in the, like 2047. And the graphics department just assumed it was way in the future, and no one told the graphics department what the actual year was. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's the funny part. I said, like I said, they gave this exposition dump at the beginning that never, and then completely ignored never after used. that. After yeah. that, there's, it's like, so you wasted my time with all of that? And then, yeah. but, but then you have, uh, let's go back to security and their protocols for first contact they keep talking about. So these aliens get to their base, and the, it's, it's basically zombified humans, and they declare that as an invasion and initiate Operation Original Sin. Why it's called Original Sin, Cosmic I don't sin. know. Cosmic Sin. Why it's called Cosmic Sin, I don't know, but it is. Like maybe because we're going to eliminate them because of a thought experiment of one doctor who really isn't that original. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this don't dystopian if, uh... future either where – our first contact protocol is if we meet an alien species, we must immediately them. be prepared to commit genocide for their whole species. Yeah. I, I think possibly have a military response might be a contingency would be a good one. But also, let's talk about our military apparently in the future. Oh, the lack of their luck. 85 security guards killed by three zombified things. Well, which, by the way, th- and that's, that's not where I was going. That, okay. that was one of that's them. That's one. But in that scene, too, might I add, with the shootout, most of the time you're going, who are they shooting at? You keep showing all these guards firing, but who are they shooting at? Well, I got a better one. Apparently, we have a quantum bomb and quantum te- transportation. Yeah. And instead of having entire teams dedicated to this, working on the most technologically advanced thing and possibly, I don't know, the most destructive, because I don't know, we have two mans in a nuclear silo. Yeah. And we don't even have two people here on quantum bombs. We have one. And you can just leave that. 
with no one taking over. You yeah. can just walk out and be like, eh, that super's totally stable. Oh, uh, no one's getting it. Don't worry. We got a chain link and, fence. And then and no one's razor wire and on And only it. one person knows how to work it? What? Yeah. I got, oh, don't worry, Thomas. There's razor wire on the fence. I got no two problems with the first scene. This military, this military. So my my dad, he's in the military. This military is extremely lenient. Yes. I have never met. I have never met a general who wore a goth outfit to work before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't remember his actual name, but I remember uh, that he was played by uh, Frank Grillo. Yeah. We'll Whoever call him General Grillo. Grillo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gen General Grillo. So why is he wearing like a Yu-Gi-Oh style, like long uh, V-necks with the, the long neck? And then he has the five stars points to win the, the well, conference that, that on his jacket yeah that's also another thing yeah. five star generals in we now apparently have reestablished a rank that has only been used during world wars yeah just just because he's now what in charge of nothing because we've had the smallest military ever yeah and then the cost the costume department really really had fun with this movie i always forget his name but it's the wannabe, uh, the guy who, like, wants to be in Top Gun all the time. I don't remember his name either. It was uh, Bruce Willis's, like, little friend that he was hanging out with. His costume, where he just had, like, the fluff behind him. And, <laughs> and then there was Frank Grillo's costume. And then even, like, the super suit that they were wearing. Uh, Bruce Willis's. I don't know how many of you have seen uh, Spy Kids, the video game one. Nope. But... Bruce Willis's costume looks exactly like uh, the the main kids in that, and it makes it like I couldn't unsee it after after he put it on. <laughs> Hold on, if I I'll, you guys keep talking, I'll find a picture and I'll send it to to you. I, I got a problem I think... with I got two problems in the military in the first scene. One, you have the alien zombies contained in a hallway behind a door that's sealed. Yep. Ah, they've, they've escaped. They're in the hallway. How? How? I shot through the glass <laughs> so they could get in. Yeah. Great procedure. We had them contained. Not anymore. <laughs> then, where's the armory? Okay. Runs down the hall. Locked. Locked. Biometric scan. Dishonorably discharged disgraced genocidomaniac general. Here you approved. go. That's the BFG. <laughs> Here you go. I'm glad you brought that up because I yep. was wondering that too. Like, wait, how does he just walk up and take that? Like... Did, did the guy who was supposed to be locking those guns down forget? Well, that was also, just like, yeah. whoopsie doopsie. That also uh -oh, brings up spaghettios. You need guys securing that. And you're like, what? No one's on the other side of the hall with the weapons and deciding, you I know, mean, maybe. Have a biometric scan, but even if no you've been dishonorably discharged for genocide. Yeah. Hey, so hey. Apparently anyone budget, could walk up to that door and get a gun. Budget cuts have led to things being cut like quartermasters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, apparently budget cuts also got rid of everyone. Yeah, they can only staff these bases with like 10 people top 85 useless security and 10 randos okay here's where here's where i also knew in the first like 20 minutes where this movie was going and, and well first i fully expected malcolm reynolds and jane cobb to show up in the bar scene because if that wasn't a redo of um <laughs> oh yeah of one where mal and uh, every year on alliance day you get in a fist fight in a, in yep. a bar um but um, that, that was a perfect redo of that scene. No, because it sucked. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I knew we were going, the movie was going to suck when we've made first contact with aliens. Bruce Willis. 
prepare a Q-bomb now. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why, sir? You got one You got one tactic in that playbook, buddy? You Appar- may end up being yeah. right, but we've made first contact with another alien species. We don't know if they're hostile yet. Prepare the massive world-ending genocidal bomb, please. Why? Can you imagine that? Well, we, found, we, found a, we found a rebel group of 20 people on this planet. You know, just kill everyone. Right. What? And, and, oh, God. Well, it's even more terrible because... I, I, I might... I, 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 I hate saying this, but I have to in some ways agree with his decision because the problem being apparently in this future earth doesn't even have a real navy to speak of a military to speak of oh anything yeah but our, our only response only defense is the q bomb yeah because apparently that's when the project cut started as soon as they were like man we made a q bomb Everybody was like what the heck is a q bomb cut the military we only need like 25 people max yep as long as we can deliver this guy. bomb, kill everybody on the other side, we really don't need anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Um, but it's really stupid that he sets his character like this because a major theme throughout the movie is redemption, is, is oh, redemption of be. the blood general and that it's there is a major... Whatever. Deep meaning here. There is a major <laughs> I'm not giving theme. you that much for this movie. <laughs> well, you might after we're done. We'll see. There's a major theme running through here about how society passes judgment on the military warriors who have to do what's necessary for them to live their peaceful, easy life. And it it, it fits more in the post-Vietnam era than it does today. But yeah. oftentimes you have you have civilians sit and pass judgment, even so even more with what's going on with against police at this point. Bruce Willis takes the action that he thinks he needed to to preserve human society and to preserve the alliance. And you're supposed to see throughout this film that he didn't do it from glee. He wasn't a happy, happy, uh, joy, joy feelings, uh, genocidal maniac like John Spartan. He, he, he deeply regrets what he did. It changes him. He tells the one lady, the, the, the innocent tech who gets drafted into all of this because she happened to be on duty. You are going to have to prepare this Q-bomb and kill an entire civilization of sentient beings because it's the only way to save every sentient being you know. Boy, if this isn't the, there's a, there's a train coming and you can throw the track and it'll kill a hundred people. Or if you don't throw the track, it'll kill one person. But the one person is your mother. What do you do? Um, this is that on a grand scale. And, and you can tell that she's conflicted about it. And Bruce Willis tells her, don't tell anyone what you do today. If, you find, if you've got someone, don't tell them this because they'll never look at you the same. And it's supposed to humanize these people. And it's supposed to make you think as a civilian about how easy it is for you to sit in judgment of the people who have to take life and death actions. But that all gets thrown away when Bruce Willis' first words out of his mouth are, Prepare to kill them all! I don't know if I need to yet! Kill them all! I, I saw the message. This is the problem. I saw that message. I saw the message they were trying to push, but you're absolutely right because the message got totally lost. Yeah, it gets yeah. even more lost when General um, General's nephew at the end sees the wounded soldier getting up and instead of just killing him, feels the need to go fight him in hand-to-hand combat and stab him in the neck and gut his neck and twist the knife a few times. Yeah, we're really showing the humanism why we, here. Why are we having a knife fight like that anyway? Right, right. Uh, you know, I at some point, know. you've just survived the destruction of the Earth. There's one enemy left. Yeah, let's fight him hand-to-hand. Why? 
But I, but I guess I understand because the power armor is crap anyway. Because earlier, <laughs> when he punched you in the face with his power armor, your unprotected face You're stood fine. up to that. And your pistol went through his plastic toy armor. Well, also, fine. I don't think... Well, that's the other problem. Did we actually kill all of them? Because we don't even know if this... We didn't. Do you really want to answer that no, question? No, that no, might we require didn't. another movie. You no. guys might have zoned out uh, in the last I, scene. I noticed it. They, they get an announcement even from the intergalactic sentence. The, the, the Alliance Senate representative tells them that the aliens have surrendered unconditionally. As in, like, this is supposed to be like the Hiroshima bomb. It was just so horrible that... But no, we don't understand history because it wasn't the Hiroshima bomb that made the Japanese surrender. It was the fact that the Russians were about to turn their attention on them. Uh, that's, but, I would say it was a combination of two well, it was, atomic yes, bombs that, that and was a, a Soviet invasion. Yes. And the U.S. Uh, destruction of their commercial fleet. Yeah, there was a million so. things. There was a million, but, but bottom line here, oh, I hit them with a Q-bomb. This is a species that... Um, What's left of They're them, building that quantum ring that is supposed to be so advanced we don't even understand it. The, the, the leader lady somehow stopped the Q-bomb in stasis, and then because Bruce Willis walked into the stasis, stasis field, it sent the Q-bomb forward again. But that Q-bomb isn't what exploded it. It was like the second one launched at the general with the soup, but they only had one that ignited the ring and collapsed it, and they were, they were kind enough to have their entire space fleet organized in one place with no reserves? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they're all ready for war. Also, They're all showing up and ready for war. Yeah, also, apparently their invasion plan was to conquer, not the home world, some random outpost. Yeah. Uh, it's what? nice that they've removed, they've returned to, to medieval <sighs> times rules of war, where we'll just get our whole army lined yeah. up in the field in front of your whole army, and winner take all. Forget about sieges or guerrilla yeah. warfare. Well, Reserves. Fifth, fifth generation, fourth generation war. By this time, maybe sixth generation? No, no, no. We're going medieval on you. <laughs> Conventional did, all did the anybody, way. Did anybody even understand? Because it kept flip-flopping the reason why the aliens were there. Because at the beginning, it's like, oh, they're there to take over the Earth and kill everybody. Then it's, no, they're here to use this as hosts. And then it's, no, they're here to spread their hive mind. And then it was... Yeah, that's Back true. Back to no, they're they're they kept flip flopping what the the aliens were wanting to do. So it just what, felt we like are bred, bred for war. Bred yeah, oh, this oh, is yes. this is also part of the we problem. We are bred for war. Right, this is part of the problem. If we they surrendered unconditionally, and this enemy is only bred for war and only here to conquer, then why did we accept their surrender? Because yeah, we just we are only here for war. You just told us you, you we just, surrender. <laughs> you just told us you're gonna fight us to the death. So, uh, I mean, no. That can yeah. that can even I guess that could even more mirror the the World War Two Japanese versus the U.S. Because I mean, hey, the Japanese motto is "Fight till the last man." You know I mean, what? That, that was just they, the, what they were going to do. What the movie doesn't tell us is that the Senate is lying and that the war is still going on, or that there were only three aliens left, and that was the entirety of the civilization. But again, <laughs> unconditionally. But again, if they are, if the Senate is lying, I don't want to know because that would require a part two. Yeah. Well, for for a race break for that, war. I say again. <laughs> Yeah. Cosmic sin, even more sinning. <laughs> Jesus can't save you this time. <laughs> um, for a race bred for war, they are not a race bred for tactics or strategy. Their entire army battle tactic is, is to run charge at the enemy? blindly yeah. at the charge, enemy, swinging a sword yep. and going. 
Poor and, tactics. And then, and then our side, though, the human side, has no better tactics. Shoot. We're hunkered down behind these defensive positions. Here they come charging at us. What should we do? Come out from behind your cover and walk towards them and make it easier. <laughs> or no, no, Scott, engage in hand-to-hand combat with the guy with the sword. Uh, Scott, the, uh, the, the aliens did have a tactic. Don't you remember? They surrounded Bruce Willis while he was unconscious and then told him, hey, go in that cave. And that yeah. was their tactic. Oh, yeah, yeah that scene. Oh. I have was no idea what. I still what? can't figure out that scene. If it was all in his head. I don't know either. <laughs> and plus, it was that blurry cam that you see some people do now. Like, you saw that in an Army of the Dead, just blurry cam. It's like, this is not artistic. It's garbage. Stop and, doing it. Well, you also- And that, that scene still makes no sense if you think about it in three ways. Okay, so let's assume that this scene happens because Bruce Willis is unconscious and then uh, it's all a dream. All right, that's the case. Then how did he know what the aliens looked like? Because he clearly had the only part of the aliens that he had seen was the ones that had taken over the other crewmates. Yeah. So that knocks, that knocks that out of the equation. I'm so glad none of you guys understood that scene because I just thought I was too stupid to understand what was going on. I, I, no, I come no, back to no. maybe it was a telepathic no. link, but aside no. from that, I, I was like, I have no idea what, what's going on here. What it made the, no sense. What was the other thing, Rock? The other thing was that it was legit. and it, So the, I, I've watched this movie three times. So I've watched this exact same scene three times. I feel sorry so for you. The only... I know. I thank you. I accept your condolences. The only reasonable thing that I can accept is that okay, Bruce Willis gets up. He has a concussion. The the blurry cam and all of this stuff is to almost mirror a concussion. I had a concussion before. It's that's not exactly what it feels like, but yeah, you're in a little bit of a daze. He walks into this cave and he sees his wife or his ex-wife or whatever this lady is. I don't know. I didn't care for the Dr. The, Gloss. The fake blood that's the only yeah. name I remember. Yeah. And um his ex-wife so over leaving him over being a genocidal maniac which that's a whole yeah. other angle that uh And so he sees her in a wedding dress almost mirroring their wedding that's why I assumed ex-wife. Uh but I think at that point she had already been taken over by this alien or whatever and then she is trying to infect Bruce Willis but the 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 kid who says a lot got in the way and then because he somehow shows up at the end of that scene with uh apex legends lady and then they're out of there you know no no uh lasting effects the aliens were yeah. guarding outside they just the let game. him walk up yeah he just schleps on over takes him and leaves it may again yeah, like, it made no oh, sense hey, we'll be hey guys i'll stab you later don't worry yeah it made no <laughs> sense that scene made no sense Another thing that makes no sense, and you brought this up, the love angle, which it made no Yes. Okay, so your ex, the Blood General's ex-wife, Dr. What's-her-name, that one was like, okay, fantastic. What is the whole thing behind this? Okay, your ex-wife came up with the entire plan of genociding our entire species. But she's not okay with you not even genociding because genociding actually involves killing an entire species. Killing a few... We, never even tells us how many people he killed. 
No, uh, a colony. That's all a colony. Oh wait, I think it was seventy million. It was seventy million. Okay. Oh yeah, from the reading oh, that yeah, I yeah. didn't do. Yeah. The okay, fine. Seventy million people, which apparently in the future, seventy million is still nothing because how many? We're at seven billion on this planet. Right. So. I mean, that's I mean, uh, seventy million is a lot, but it's yeah. like that colony was not as big as Earth. You know what? It was genocide. It, it wasn't genocide. Genocide has a definition. Okay, it was well, mass it murder. Was, I guess genocide of that planet. What they all lived in one city. I'm being. I'm, okay. I'm really I mean, stretching the meaning. A, okay. Okay. Wait, fine. Well, you have to remember if it's a if it's a quasar bomb, it'll create a black hole and then suck everything. Oh up. So yeah. It is okay. Okay. So. that a that because it's not like a nuke that'll just level a city. It's it, it's gonna suck up this entire planet. Okay. So yeah. Uh, it, again, kind of. Oh my goodness! I have a pick. Okay. I actually have a pick. We'll get to that in Tom, one. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. But again, this lady is advocating mass genocide murder of an entire species, but then goes, oh, you killed a few people, I'm done with you. And well, But she also admitted that that was a thought exercise when she was 25, not something she wants to make a policy about, so... She I guess, but that. again, this is also the thing where it's like, this this love angle oh, makes no sense, oh, should no, not be there. No. so forth. It was absolutely forced, and then it's like, ah, yes, your genocidal general is back, and you're only, naturally, you're only responsing scientific leader that you have in this broken, completely junk military is his ex-wife. What? You know, going back to that scene in the cave, do we have to? I have a theory about that. Oh, no. That that and the love angle were filler. Because I remember back a while ago, I, I met the director of a 80s horror movie called Chiller. And the first five minutes of it is awful. And the director said, let me explain why. Because when we finally did the whole film, it was, it was supposed to be 119, 120 minutes. It was 115. So I had to go pad it out. And so he just had a swim lesson. And he admitted before the move, the start of the movie, he said, so in the first five minutes, if you uh, go out and get a drink, uh, I understand because I'll be out there with you. He hated that <laughs> because he admitted it was like the first five minutes are awful because I had yeah. to f- you put that filler there and I couldn't think of any other place to put it except there. So and. And I think that's what happened here. They finished it and we're like, oh, crap, we're short. Uh, let's just do a scene where he sees his wife in this cave, uh, but we got to get him out of there. Oh, the guy just shows up and gets rid of him. Well, why did they let him do it? We don't have time to talk about that. They don't, they don't have a lot of time. And for then a lot the, of the, the love conversations. Well, we got to pad it out a few extra minutes. Oh, let's do this angle with the love. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Nothing really. It's just. I there. mean, we're talking a, we're talking a lot about these mystery boxes that just keep getting opened. Are we sure Ryan Johnson didn't direct this? Uh, I think Ryan Johnson probably would see it and think it's a brilliant masterpiece. Now I do want. You guys to... didn't, you just didn't get it. <laughs> now I want to know what what Ruck's pick is though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So what's a pick I'll, I'll get. I'll, uh, I'll get to that really quick, and then I have uh, something to kind of top off Thomas's little shtick about uh, the wife, or the ex-wife. But I, 
I have one pick, and it's one specific line that it made me facepalm, but probably in a different way, the best part of this movie, and it was probably what the movie was written about. So the Quasar Bomb, obviously, yes. It, uh, it creates a black hole, and it sucks everything up. Well, the one line I actually liked, I don't even remember who said it, but somebody said, ah, Dying by getting sucked off by the by the, by a black hole doesn't sound so bad, huh? <laughs> and that's the only line I liked, and I don't even remember who said that. Well, because the dialogue sucks in this movie. I remember when Doctor oh, yeah. Gloss was uh, was filled was being possessed by that alien, going, "This body suits me." And then suddenly she came out. I was like, "There's scorpions crawling in my brain." It's like, wait, what? Someone <laughs> wrote that, and it made it into the script. I'm telling you, some of these scriptwriters decided to have a joke half the time and see what they got. I was in. gonna say, are they trying to sabotage this movie? But no, it's like, it's I, like hey, we got Bruce Willis. How much do you think we can make this movie suck to the point where people forget that Bruce Willis is in this movie? Well, here's a problem I have, and I'm not a, I'm not against techno babble. Okay, techno babble has its place and can work. But when your techno babble makes no sense, when we have Q bombs, what is that? A quantum bomb. Quantum what? travel. We also have Q tra- quantum travel. So wait, the same thing that powers your travel, which by the way is terrible travel because it just dumps you over a planet instead of on a planet. It also happens to be our weapon. So so yeah, I guess that's not unreasonable. Nuclear power is, you yeah. know, a reactor's in a rocket, power. possibly. And yeah, but I mean, we don't. There's a difference between nuclear power and a nuclear bomb. Well, yeah, you know, I'm a just saying. sizable difference. We don't just go quant nuke power and nuke bomb. I uh, what? <laughs> that just sounds stupid. Nuka Cola. <laughs> Well, yeah. Cola, baby. We're in the Fallout universe, apparently. Actually, that would probably make more sense. There. That would make more sense because, again, clunky power armor. Ta-da! <laughs> but, but um, Thomas, to wrap up this point about your wife, uh, the reason why I say Ryan Johnson directed this is because there was supposed to be a resolution to to his wife, and, and the, like that 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 little storyline. And it didn't happen, and I, I thought it was going to happen the first time I watched that movie. So we all remember uh, in the beginning of the movie where she says, uh, hey, if we make it out of this, if there's a bar at the end of this, yes, uh, yes. buy me a drink. At the end of the movie, he's in the bar, he takes a shot. I assumed that after they walked out, they were going to pan down to the bar counter, and there was going to be a drink there. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing to resolve it. I think the Co- uh, cosmic sin. I am taking. I am taking offers to be a writer for you guys. Uh, I for think the second one that inevitably comes out. No. Uh, I, no. I. 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 As as a member of Raging Lunatic Media, I resend your offer because you cannot make a second. They cannot make a second film with this. I think they just I'll gave up at that point. <laughs> I think they just realized they had to film that part, and the director just didn't show up that day. So the <laughs> the cinematographer was like, "Ah, uh, just walk away." Well, the problem well, there being, be a- she no, dies. Just go. She clearly died. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. what? They obviously made this out 
and this resolution, which they never went with because, again, they killed her off, and you're just going, is she actually? No, she's actually dead. Yeah. So this whole <laughs> redemption getting back together story is not. Why did you? Why did I sit through this and have that even as an option? Yeah. Now, no, I, and, and I get, I get films that sometimes do that. I do. There's so, certain films that get you going and think that something's going to happen and it twists on you. No, it works not in here. a lot of those films. Some of those films, when done properly. But again, we're talking about a film that was cheap, terrible script. Just cut that because now you're giving me a whole bunch of stuff that it makes it even worse. Yeah, yeah if Doesn't there was supposed to be a redemption for the Blood General, it didn't happen because the movie starts with him getting drunk in a bar and it ends with him getting drunk in the exact same bar. And his life That's has true. basically not changed. All that's happened is apparently we've now made peace with a alien race by starting relations by completely destroying them. Great start to relations. And apparently inter-species relations, because this is the first time we've ran across another species. Great start. And also, he got his pension back, maybe? That's I was all about to changed. say, no, no, that was the ultimate motivational loose end. Did he even get his pension? <laughs> so, I mean, didn't everybody, didn't the two people who could give him his pension die? <laughs> well, I mean... I they, guess. You'd figure they'd have the money for it since half the military died, so they could just go, well, we don't have to pay their pensions, plus the 85 yeah. uh, well, security I, guards that died. We don't have to pay them anymore. Yeah, all right, just go ahead and give it to him. Well, maybe, or yeah. also possibly because now we are at just finished going to war, maybe our industrials and the mili industrial military complex has exploded and we're now spending... 90 times what we were spending because now we actually need a military. Again, things we're never going to know and hopefully never, never find, find out, out because yeah. that would require part two, which brings us to our wonderful moment of rating it. We've ripped oh, it. Uh, Let's wait, rate can, it. Can I, have, can I have one more real quick? Just you one may. more rip. You yes. may. So this entire movie, so this is, it's a, I'll make this short, but this entire movie felt like it was just like, you know, the deleted scenes area of like when you're like watching a movie like oh here are the deleted scenes let me watch through it this felt like an hour and a half of deleted scenes together uh and just to kind of show show you uh what i mean by this what in the world was that scene with the little girl oh, oh. exactly yeah what I, in the I, world was that scene i it missed it because like i fell asleep two different times i missed it because i fell asleep well that brings up another point that i didn't even think of the cinematography and the color, everything in this thing was either way too bright. When it was daytime in the forest, it was way too bright and made no sense. Or it was like pitch black. Yeah. It was supposed to be dark gothic sci-fi. No. Even the films. I think the scene with the little girl was supposed to humanize. I, I forget what they called him. The, the dread rider of the seven apostate. I don't know. And he's like, must have been before my time. It was supposed to humanize him. He's supposed to be just as much of a, of a hideous warmonger as General Ford. And mm. in this moment, it's, you know, he says the good guys are here and everything's going to be okay. It's supposed to, I think, show that the people who have been demonized and vilified beyond that, 
public smear campaign may have a human side to them. Please stop. Bernie. It fails horribly. Please it fails stop dragging horribly this to out. do that, but that was the intent. I want to. I want to stop. Can who, we just stop who's, dragging who's this out? Who's butter that was that? Do you think? Was it the directors? <laughs> was it the, the makeup artist? The costume designer? Whose daughter was that? Uh, <laughs> good question. I'm done. Now. I'm done. So. Let's rate this thing, and it shan't take long. With that many rips, I think we all know where we're going. I'll do mine. 0 0.02. 0.1 for each pick, which is, like I said, the sci-fi battle part looked kind of neat. I, and the concept of them jumping in the suits and traveling that way, it was neat. I liked it. That was it. I'll give it a two. It's a movie. It's better than Star Crash, and it's better than some of the other things that we've watched. Take that here. back. Um, <laughs> no, I'll give it. I'll give it a two. It's absolutely terrible, and it, there, there's nothing redeeming about it whatsoever. But it's still better than some things that I have watched. And unlike other films that we've watched, I will never watch again. I could possibly watch this film again just for the fun of laughing at it. I, you know, I agree. I agree. I'll give it a one just for that because I would rather watch this than 2012. All, I was about to say, I wa <laughs> want to know how you can give it such a low rating rage because you love cheesy. Better than I, bumped, I bumped it up to one oh. and I and because it is better than Geostorm and 2012. Okay. I and the movie to which we will not name. Okay, fair enough. Which gave the straight zeros. I, I, I want to hear Rooks before I give mine. There was, I've watched this movie three times now. I've watched it three different ways. The first way, I just watched it straight, and I didn't enjoy it because I was thinking too much. So I said, oh, I'll watch it a second time. I'll just shut my brain off. Maybe it's one of those movies where you just shut your brain off and enjoy the movie. Still didn't enjoy it then. And then I watched it last night, had my book with me, writing down rips and picks and stuff, and uh, didn't enjoy it then. Um, the only good part I think about this movie is the little robot who has the cool little face um yeah. so i'm gonna give it a 0. 0.5 okay i'm going to give it a 1.5 the jumping in space terrible i mean it's a bad idea i've seen it done butter in halo i'm sorry yeah it it reminded me of halo when they were doing that i'm like oh odsts except worse and make no damn what but it, it, it's a film. It tried. There were certain points that were like, eh, I see a concept here that was something. And I might. I, I've watched it twice now. First time was I knew it was going to be bad because I was told it was going to be bad. I just didn't realize how bad. Second time was for, for this review. It got a little butter. Only because I knew how bad it was, and I kind of just ran with it and laughed at it. But it's still not good. It's an, it's an undeveloped concept to me. I think there's something here. The If this was a pitch to a talented writer, this concept of Cosmic Sin could have been developed into a very good trilogy of novels, or one very good movie, or one very good... 10-part Netflix special that goes one season. Yeah, and, and if you remove some of the cheesy names yeah. and rename some stuff and... Work on the tech, make make the war better than just a one 
launching one bomb to beat the invader, focusing a lot on... on there, there's a lot of st stealing from Ender's game here, even, in the fact mm. that you face an overwhelming enemy, you have to kill the enemy before they kill us, a reluctant war leader who commits this genocide... And, well, and trying to show that that person did it is actually a very human, caring, empathetic person. Well, you could have really developed something good here, but you just you didn't. That's the problem I think this film had. It stole too much. It stole from Firefly, from Ender's Game. It stole from so many different sources, and so many of them, and didn't mesh them together. No. And it just took, oh, I like this, I like that, I like this, I like that. What happens when you do that? Oh. You don't, in this case, it wasn't like shepherd's pie. Oh, I like, you know, chicken and some peas and some beans. And, you know, shove it together. No, this was, oh, I like that and that and that. Put lemon with my milk and my, oh, this tastes disgusting. I like bacon, lemonade, and ice cream. I want a bacon, lemonade, milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That might actually be. That would be make more sense with than this. ranch. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> you, just, you, you just you just gave all the hipsters in California an idea, right? Yeah. If that's a million so, dollar idea, I'm going to be very depressed. Yeah. But I'll say this: this could have been something. This could have worked if you had more time. You need to see General Ford at least for the opening act, fighting the rebellion on that planet and being being conflicted and 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 arguing and not wanting to give the order and then having to give the order. You know, make, make it like a James Longstreet at Gettysburg moment. General, do I go? General, do I launch the Q-bomb? And he can't say it, so he just nods, and the order goes ahead. Do something like that. Then show him, in the beginning of Act 2, struggling to live with himself. Have him argue with his buddy who's fallen him out into disgrace. Then have this first contact happen. Then have him reluctantly dragged, kicking and screaming in because they already know that this is an alien species that's overran our advanced outposts. And they know that it's coming to kill us all. We can't communicate with them. And we need our most brilliant general at the helm. And yes, we know that it's going to make you do something again that nearly destroyed you. And watch him wrestle with this. Watch him tell one of the new people that, yes, this is going to be something that... You will never be the same from, and no one will ever look at you the same. And you're going to do it because it's the cost that you have to pay to defend your society and your species. And watch them both lose their humanity in that moment. And then watch them after it's done in that culmination scene, together amongst themselves and those who understand, regain their humanity, come to peace with what they did, and know why they did it and their motivations were good. And even if the society that they saved by doing this action and destroying their own souls, can't respect them, they can respect themselves. Now you have something powerful. Now you have something good. Now you have something that could even be a classic and that could last forever. Instead, you got a pile of steaming crap. And that's a good way to finish that review. But before we go, sickies, I want to talk a little bit about the other thing. Now that we have our editor online... Uh, Yay, wanna, that's me. That's you. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about some of the other shows here. So recently we had... Um, oh, I know I know nothing about that, actually. You know nothing about that. But yeah, we'll still try to see what you know. <laughs> uh, All right. We recently had a... We had two episodes dropped this week from Cold Case Chase. Well, we had a cross-examination yeah, about yeah. Um, John Benet Ramsey. 
mm-hmm. which uh, was a little bit longer than usual, but I still stayed for the whole time. And uh, I was surprised Scott did not have a take on that, but whatever. And you also had the Axeman drop for Cold Case Chase, which I have oh, yeah. to say, uh, I was going, I tried out for the role of the Axeman, thinking I'll be some kind of slow draw kind of guy. And they went with a more kind of um, almost sounding like a dumb brute or something like that. Yeah, so and the, I kind of liked it better than what I was thinking. But, but uh, when uh, when the guy, uh, his name is uh, real re- uh, real emulator, really really nice guy. Uh, when he auditioned for it, I chose him uh, to to do it with that voice because um, the Axeman was always described as this kind of big, almost fat man uh mo- on most occasions so i whenever i pictured him i almost pictured um what's what's the oh i'm a terrible comic book reader right now wilson fisk it almost looked like oh, kingpin. it reminded me King, of wilson King, fisk yeah, kingpin. kingpin from uh King, kingpin, yeah, kingpin. So was, yeah thank I, yeah i i almost wanted that and, okay and uh makes when, sense when that happened i was like oh yes cuz he 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 did a great um, job with it. Yeah, listening to it, listening to it the other day, I was like, "Man, you know what? I, I kind of get why they went this direction now." Oh yeah. Especially the part about I like jazz music, so play jazz, and you're like, "Wow!" So that means some preacher who really hated jazz was like, "See, I told you that the devil was in this music." <laughs> yeah, the devil created jazz music. Uh, so of course, so. Someone did do that, I guarantee you. Oh, but, yeah, for sure. But this, this, again, uh, this is the nice other things that we have on Raving Lunatic Media's other projects. Yeah, and and we also have Case of the Chills, which uh, Layla will be start. She's rounding up season one, right? Her season one is going to be... on the back half of season one. Okay, so yeah, she's starting to do that that's a lot of fun and of course i'm gonna plug because we're gonna be getting uh the next episode drop next saturday zodiac task force now ruck i gotta ask um ruck and i are working on that with shane and what's your favorite part of that so far uh zodiac task force oh man um i'm a huge fan uh I, i since i was a little kid i've always been a huge fan of special moves so uh, I would definitely say, uh, spoiler alert ahead, definitely the Leo, uh, uh, the Leo special move in episode two, Flames of a Lion. I think that's definitely my favorite part uh, when uh, he does his little attack. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite part of the series right now. But uh, there are definitely some parts coming up uh, that I'm very, very excited for, especially in this next episode that you guys are going to be listening to. I'm very excited for that. And don't forget to check out the side, uh, uh, raw, berserker on discord, but uh, his actor name is Abbas. Mosin. uh, amazing job with that. And if you haven't listened to that little five minutes, take five minutes. Oh, Aries. Yeah, that was well, a good one. Well, that here's was a very a fun one. Sikis should actually be joining the discord that we have to actually, join in the discussions and help out with all our projects. Yeah, you could uh Sikis, you if you are an aspiring voice talent, this is definitely a place to go check out on our Discord page at Raven Lunatic Media because there 
under the audition tabs, you will get to see all the new stuff that we're looking for. And that's just not uh, ZTF. That's Cold Case Chase. That's Case of the Chills and uh, uh, Case Close. Case Close. Thank you. Yep, just head get... on over to discord.gg slash media. And how else can they contact us, Scott? www.quantummediaretinoravinglunaticmedia.com ravinglunaticmedia.com ravinglunaticmedia.com And I think JonBenet Ramsey's mom did it when she was mad accidentally. Ragemaster, what's left for them to do? Stay sick, sickies. I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is our uh, sci-fi melody. Dresses up as a man from space. What do you mean you've seen this? It's brand new. Yeah, well, I saw it on a rerun. <laughs>